Alexis, and Moira, and David, and Johnny, and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! Welcome! This is Shit Simply the Best. I'm Katie. And I'm Rayanne. And hi. Hello. And hello. You're here. We're here. Let's do it. Everybody's here. So we are on season five, episode 12, The Roast. The Roast. It's in the title, the main storyline, mm-hmm. but there's a lot going on in this episode. So let's jump in. So Patrick <laughs> and Stevie are laughing a lot about something. <laughs> Just laughing like the loudest laugh. All the loud laughs. And David walks in and he seems just very annoyed. <laughs> He's so mad. Yeah. Anytime he sees them having fun, he gets really upset about it. Without him. Anytime he's ha- they're having fun without him. Yes, yes. I think it's like an abandonment complex thing. Yeah. For FOMO. sure. Yeah. So he's he's really, yeah, he's really upset about the merriment. <laughs> the general merriment for quite some time. Yeah, for quite some time. I do like his black sweater. It has like that. Those red like stripes fuzzy. and the one white, yeah, mm-hmm. on the bottom. It looks really comfortable. So <laughs> I do like that he says merriment because she does comment on it right away that he's yeah. been, because like of Moira. You said merriment? Yeah, I thought, of, I thought mm-hmm. of her immediately. I was like, that's something that she would say. And then Stevie mentions it. And he's like, well, it's because I've spent too much time with my mother. With my so, mother. Yeah, there it is. And he blames them for it. And we learn mm-hmm. it's because of Cabaret. Because... Patrick and Stevie are... Which... Oh, go ahead. It had been so long since we've done one of these that I forgot Cabaret was already cast. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, for some reason, I totally had forgotten. And I was like, yeah. what are they dancing? Oh. <laughs> oh, because they're the leads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's been, a hot, it's been a hot minute since we've recorded these. So <laughs> sorry about it, but we're here. Sorry. So David and Moira apparently <laughs> the night before had a two and a half hour dinner. And he's like, and we were just going over the <laughs> costume lineup for Cabaret. And this is all to distract because Patrick and Stevie have been taking dance lessons, I guess, or dance rehearsals. From Derek. Like, From Derek. Yeah. yeah. Who will meet. Just in coaching, a bit. probably. A little coaching. Yeah. Because they think that Stevie's like, your mom thinks we're way more advanced than we are, and she's not are. used to working with amateurs. So it makes sense. It's very smart. David is just really pissed about it. I think he's just really over it and really sick yeah. of his mom talking about the show. And he's like, you're like dirty little con artist because you're doing it behind her back. <laughs> Patrick's like, she's a great director. And that's when he's like, but she's not used to amateur dancers. So Stevie goes, <laughs> last week, she told me to dance like an Indonesian scarf caught in the wind. Oh, I don't God, even I know what this. that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. I, yeah, I don't even know what that looks like. Patrick says, he's like, you... I'll, we'll be laughed off stage if we don't get this right. And David's seen him dance, so he understands. Yeah. He's like, you do have legs like tree trunks. Yeah, we knew that going into this. <laughs> so good. So Stevie asked for one more night with Derek to to just nail the final lift. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is this? Dirty dancing? He gets so mad. He's like, I thought we were done. I thought the final was yesterday. But yeah, they want to. He's very, very upset. He's very mad. But he does mention... But this is another thing, like... Oh, God. Yeah, because it's another time where they're spending time together without him. Yeah. I think it's that, and he's also just done with his mom. It's too much. Because mm-hmm. he loves her, right. but it's he's like, this is too things. much time because all she's talking about is this show. So it's not like we could talk mm-hmm. about other things. So he does mention how bad it would be if Moira found out about this. He's like, gives them an example. He's like, 
So I went to <laughs> Mario Lopez for advice, you Mario know, when Lopez. he was hosting. When Moira was coaching him for the little Mr. pageant. And Moira <laughs> found out and felt so betrayed that she forgot to double knot his tap shoes, which cost him the crown. Cost him the competition. Jeez, yeah. Moira, that is cutting edge there. She's cold. Also, he could have an injury with that. But okay, I guess she's not thinking also, about that. But <laughs> also, he could have knotted his own shoes. That too. Oh shit, you're right. No, but I bet he trusted her because I bet she but, was like, yeah, oh, I have to yeah. do that. It was probably like part I got of it. their yeah. vibe. But hilarious. Okay. So we're at Ted's. It's been a long time. Yay, Ted. Let's I go. I know. We haven't been at his. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Showroom apartment. Oh, you're right. The showroom. <laughs> it's really funny, too, because right away she walks in and she's all excited. And he's like, well, I made <laughs> brunch. Delicious. And we were supposed to make it together. And <laughs> she's like, I already ate. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, cool. So I guess I'll wrap it. He, he just, Ted is just like so good with her. I guess I'll have my plate for dinner then. Yeah. <laughs> God. Ted goes into it right away. He's like, I was thinking of taking a break from work, like a longer break. break. And Alexis calls it Teddy time, which is kind of cute. She's like, oh, I'll get Teddy time. (laughs) It's cute. And he's like, no, like a longer break. He wants to go on a trip. And he's like, maybe with beaches for Alexis and wildlife for him. Mm -hmm. And Alexis immediately thinks he's talking about Miami and goes, (laughs) oh, the wildlife isn't as sexy up close. (laughs) God. I wonder who she's talking about specifically. I'm sure she has so many stories. Yeah. Goodness. So Ted suggests the Galapagos Islands. How do you... Galapagos? Galapagos. 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 Because I feel like he says it with an U.S. sometimes. Galapagos. Galapagosts. Galapagos. The ghosts Galapagos. of the island. <laughs> so she loves this and Ted's excited, but right away she goes, but as a jumping off point, yeah, you know. Like, if you're thinking islands, what about the Maldives? Yes, I love how she goes, something, you know, a little less sleepy and scary. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but Ted clearly wants to go there, which we'll get mm-hmm. into more. She just thinks that the idea of the islands is good. She's like, we can keep mm-hmm. talking about this, which they will. Back at the motel, Roland comes in. He's like really sad because he's like, I'm going to miss Moira at the annual mayor's roast. And this is mm-hmm. where the title comes from. So there's a roast that he has every year where people come and make fun of him. Which, what a delight. I would love to go for Roland. Let's yeah. go and mock this crazy man. He's so roastable. He's so roastable. That's a perfect <laughs> word. So he's really sad because he's like, she's amazing at burns, you know, slinging the heat. And he gets into this like whole weird Kitchen. heat thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About how good she is at, you know, making fun of somebody, which is very true. So Johnny admits he can be funny on occasion. <laughs> but Roland goes, oh, well, Bob's cousin Louie is going to come and fill in for her. So it's fine. But Johnny wants to do it. Yeah, he's committed. And Roland's like, that's pretty high heels to fill, which is kind of a great line. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Also accurate because her heels Very. are tall as hell all the time. Yes. But Johnny's like, oh, <laughs> the way he says this, I've handled myself humorously speaking well in front of large crowds. So just saying I've been funny or, you know, yeah. a normal way to say that. Like but, a okay. normal person, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> so Roland knows he's like, he knows right away. He's like, if you bring up the Rose video shareholders meeting again, like he knows. So he must <laughs> talk about this all the time. And Johnny's like. Well, you have to toughen your skin because I have some rippers up my sleeve. And Roland's like, well, I don't know what those are. But 
this whole scene is great. Like, Roland is really funny here. He's like, yeah. I don't know. Which I feel like we'd all be like this with Johnny. We'd be like, you're... Okay, no. sure, buddy. <laughs> sure. You got this. Yeah. That's not uh-huh. what you're known for. That's not what you're known for. It's really funny. <laughs> right when he says, oh, I don't know what those are when he's talking about the Rippers. He goes, well, maybe if you graduated elementary oh. school. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> It's such a mess. It's such it a takes mess, a turn so quick, and like Roland's just being such a dick. But I he know. got him, it's... and like that's the whole point. Like Johnny can't handle yeah. a rose. No, he can't. He can't. He's too kind and too much of a like businessman to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rip be into funny someone. Later. Yeah, <laughs> with <rippers>. some rippers. <laughs> Delightful. So David is. I was gonna say something. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. I was gonna say nope, Ripper no, sounds to. like a, some like terrible farts. Thank you. That's what it sounds like. That's the first yeah. thing I thought of. I was like, that's gross and I don't want it. <laughs> so <laughs> that mad man had rippers. a big ripper back there. I feel like I couldn't hear somebody say that. Gross. No. I hate it. Okay, so David's walking, and this is a great the way he's just walking <laughs> is funny. And then Moira pulls up. Why are you walking the streets? <laughs> yeah, yeah she, he goes you make me sound like a feral cat i'm walking home <laughs> jesus so she assumes that the store she's like oh the store is already laying off people god moira have some faith <laughs> she, has she no never chill. has faith in her kids at all so david's like oh well he's kind of annoyed you can tell but he's like patrick sent me to get this check that's tax from the government and not a bonus for me like he assumed <laughs> it was same so moira denies he invites her to dinner again and she like denies it because she's like i think you're being too clingy yeah you're too clingy <laughs> you need to hang out with your peers some more here we get a spelling check again for moira i think it might be propitious for you to spend mm-hmm. time with your peers which is you know encouraging promising a good Favorable. idea Moira suggests, you know, Patrick or Stevie, and David says they're busy, and she mentions, oh, she thinks this is weird. She's like, oh, well, rehearsals end at six, so you can meet them Mm -hmm. after that. And then she finally agrees to spend time with him because David's like, oh, you can help me with the posters since the wrong font means all Vieters ain't to ticket sales (laughs) if you pick the wrong font. Yep. And David convinces her. That, that like, oh, they're just tired because of your rehearsal. So he kind of like guilt trips her into. Exactly. Yeah. Which is how, them. it's just why she agrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She also says, like, drives off and he's like, you're going We're home. Going what home. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> mean. Oh, it's very funny. So I do think it's funny in this show because they develop a lot. But I, I do think it's funny how they hold on to. S- Mm-hmm. They're selfish when they're in certain situations, mm-hmm. like Moira for like film or theater or something creative like that. When she's in like the bubble, then she gets selfish again. But like, it's very interesting. There are things they don't register as selfish. It's just things that they do. For sure. Without like knowledge of it, how it affects other people. Even though they've been way better in general, yeah. but with certain things, it's still there, which is funny. But that's hard to rub <laughs> off when you're like a super rich human. So I get it. Rub off. So Ted is with Alexis again. <laughs> and he's like, you don't have to do the dishes. She's like, oh, I didn't. I just put them on the counter. <laughs> I, I just put them on the of counter. Course, of course. <laughs> so she finds this like booklet thing. And she's like, what is this? The Charles Darwin Research Center. And Ted's like very blase about it. He's like, oh, it's just work stuff. 
And she notes, she's like, oh, it says in here that one out of 10 people are selected for a research mm-hmm. program and you're one of them. And she's like, is that why you kept bringing up the islands earlier? And she wonders, like, why would anybody go there? And Ted immediately goes, oh, I don't know, you know, to study the rarest and most diverse forms of plant and animal life on the planet. Clearly, he wants to go. <laughs> it is so obvious. Yeah. And she keeps going, too. She's like, it says that you were selected out of thousands of applicants. Thousands of people. Yeah. yeah. And she sits down with him and she's like, why didn't you talk to me about this? And Ted's like, well, you know, I applied before we were back together and it takes a couple of years to process the application. So how many years do you think they've been there in Shit's Creek? Well, five probably. Do you think every, I don't think every season is a year, is it? I feel like, I feel like it might be. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that would track then. So it takes a while for the applications and he's like, I can always apply again. And he mentions Emmett the tortoise, who's 180 years old. He's like, I'm sure he'll still be alive. He'll be alive for a few, a few more years. And she goes, you love old tortoises. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he loves old tortoises. And that she, and that knows. she knows. It's so specific. <laughs> oh, it's delightful. So Ted's like, I didn't push it that morning because Alexis means more to him than this. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. But... He it is funny because the way he says it is like, you mean more to me than some once in a lifetime job <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> like he's trying so hard to not be like heartbroken about it. Yeah, he's trying not to show it to mm-hmm. her because he knows that it'll affect her. So Alexis is like, well, I can think about it, but my, my laptop's, laptop's here. <laughs> of all things to bring up, here. girl. The one thing that's made to be portable. Literally. Oh my god. She suggests long distance and she goes, I once had a successful semi-committed text relationship with Josh Hartnett while he was shooting Pearl Harbor. Yikes. Goodness. Goodness, goodness. Again, a whole other show on just their previous life. Please. Or Alexis's. Just Alexis's. Life. Just hers. And Twyla's. I want Twyla's too. I feel like Twyla's would be like a gritty drama. It would, probably. <laughs> Yeah, but she talks about it so, like, sweetly, which is why it's delightful. So Ted says he appreciates her creative problem solving, but (laughs) he wouldn't stay if it wasn't the right choice for him. And she keeps, you know, she's being honest. She's like, are you sure? Are you sure, sure? And she's like, I don't want you to go, not because of me. And he's like, that's literally the reason I'm not going. And he gets really upset. And you can tell that he's trying to hold it back. He's like, it's just fine. It's fine. Like, stop. Yeah, like, stop bringing it up. Yeah. And also, that is the number one phrase we all use because when we're not fine. P.S. Mm-hmm. is the word fine. She says, this is a good talk for everyone then. She's kind of just like talking to herself because she knows that he's upset. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go do the dishes. Do you have a dishwasher? <laughs> Never mind. I'll figure right it away. out. <laughs> right away. Like, you'll figure it out? Come on, girl. Oh, and then you just hear like clanging in the kitchen. Yeah. And then Tez just like, fuck. <laughs> Sitting there. I love this because I've, I've talked about it a bunch, but Alexis and Twyla moments are important mm-hmm. and I love them. So she goes to the cafe. She starts like happy sighing and laughing. I don't really know what it is. <sighs> it's kind of like ah, trying to get her attention. <laughs> yeah, that's a good the way you did it. Sounds a lot like it. So Twyla finally is like, you know, smiling and you're looking at her. a good day. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you know, just one of those days and you're just super in love and she's like you know about that and Twyla's like not really oh girl girl I feel you I feel you so hard so Alexis explains she's like oh yeah he turned Ted turned this job down for me 
And Twyla's like, oh, that must be really heartbreaking like big... for him. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, but I guess relationships are all about sacrifice. And, you know, she's trying to find ways to. Uh-huh. It's a give and take. And Ted is so giving. And I've I've learned to take. As well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, she doesn't even know what she's saying. God, I swear. No. And she admits, she's like, oh, because Twyla asks. She's like, well, what have you given up for him? And she's like. Given up. Oh, well. I never really, she doesn't give up anything for him. She's trying to like cover it and be like, oh, well, he hasn't asked me for that before. So mm-hmm. Twyla's like, oh, so then he didn't ask you if you want to go with him? And she's like, <laughs> not, not exactly. Yeah, not something exactly. like that. Something like that. And Twyla's like, well, I want to find a guy one day just like Ted, someone who would literally put all their hopes and dreams aside to be with me. Yikes. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Annie Murphy's really good, has this like realization on her face. And she thanks her for the twat. The twat? The twat. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> yeah. For the chat. For the chat. It's a toilet chat. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. Thank you for making it better than what it was. Oh God. Oh my God. It's fine. It's a fine. It's fine. Toilet it's chat. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like Ted. So it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> the chat. There we go. But I love how she says, you're like my little fairy godmother. If she wore an apron and Celine Dion's perfume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, delightful. All the twats. <laughs> that one was up. Oh, so many twats. <laughs> Gross. Okay. So Johnny's outside of, I love this. He's outside of Bob's garage with these note cards and he's talking to Ronnie and Bob and he says he has a lot of good oh, yeah. material for the roast. He just needs help sifting out the gold. And Ronnie's like, I don't understand why you dragged us into this. She's really annoyed. She doesn't want to be there. Johnny's like, well, that's why. You're a tough audience. I need that. Honest reactions. Mm-hmm. And he, Bob goes, I've honestly been reacting quite strongly to your aftershave. Yes, Bob. Coming in with the zingers. Good job. Solid Bob time. Johnny starts his first joke, and it's about 1791, and he gets a next, like, right away. (laughs) Ronnie's like, next. And then he starts talking about a phone book. She's like, how old are these? (laughs) They're all, like, super dated, apparently. And Bob's like, "Yeah, we're going to need a search and rescue team to find a punchline for these setups. (laughs) Yes, Bob. Bob's good at this, apparently, which is surprising. on it today. And Johnny's like, okay, okay. The top 10 things you don't want Roland to be in charge of. And Ronnie's like, no, it needs to be short and quick, like Roland in the bedroom. Yes. Well done. And everyone laughs. He's like, is that one up for grabs? Johnny wants it. (laughs) He asked for it like several times and he wants to use it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know if it'll help you, but. I don't know if that's going to help you. She also tells him to avoid spouses, kids and health and he'll be fine. There's nothing left. What are you going to do? It's Roland. (laughs) What are you going to do? Oh, God. Anyway, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Moira and David get out of dinner and she's like, I am grateful that you talked me into another dinner so we know that we can use the posters. The name on the posters as a sales tool. And he's like, cool, that was already in like the mock-ups that you showed me. Yeah, it was just an observation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it reminds Moira, uh uh-oh, to go back to the rehearsal space because Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, Jocelyn told me that color samples were dropped off so I have to go get those. 
And David's like, you know, really trying to avoid it because he knows that they're rehearsing there. It's like there. 710. Are you sure you should be walking out there alone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like bright daylight, too. <laughs> She's like, no more true crime TV before bed. Yes, that is murder proof. There we go. Woo. There we go. I also love how she goes, I refuse to buy you another nightlight. <laughs> another nightlight. I love it. I love it. I do know a few people who are actually afraid of the dark. It's a real thing. Oh, Which, I love the dark. I love it, too. <laughs> that makes us sound like we're vampires, but it's funny. I know. But I love maybe, the dark. you don't know. Okay. I love the dark. Well, none of my blood for you. You're too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's too much what of work work anyway. <laughs> you can fly over here. I mean. <laughs> you don't know. Bat it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Moving on. That joke, but I don't Bat care. corner. Vampire corner. <laughs> bat corner. Bat. The bat by you. You're welcome. Okay. We're done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly recorded the same as the last episode, which is why we're like cuckoo banana cuckoo pants right now, which is how I talk to children, which is why I normally would just say we're acting fucking weird. All right. So... Fucking weird, just to the children. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We're gonna move on. <laughs> I see the cuckoo banana thing. Anyway, <laughs> awkward. So he texts. I don't know who. Either Patrick and Stevie, or both mm-hmm. of them. You can tell he's like trying to warn them. And he like weirdly walks across the street, like making sure she's okay. Yeah. And they walk in on this rehearsal. Oh my god! So they're doing money from cabaret. It's so frantic. It's so insane. It is so funny. <laughs> They're going so quick, and it's just like, steps. I it's a lot. love it. It is too much. Yeah, like puppets. I don't know. Yeah. You would be able to speak to this more since I, you it's, choreograph. It's like... What would it... They're just doing a, a like an echo, like a fugue, where he starts, and then the other one does the same movement, but at a different time. And it's just like, yeah, so in, it's like puppets. Like, they're like on strings. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. And it's very mechanical. Well, then it's pretty good. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, they're doing... It's just like the frantic energy is a lot. Oh, it is a lot. It's very like... But probably because they're also like worried about nailing it. Like they're thinking about what they're doing next. Yeah. Yeah, they're thinking about it instead of, you know, like living in the moment. So <laughs> they're they're watching and I, I love the reactions because Moira's just kind of like... Shocked that it's happening, but yeah. David is kind of like delighted. He's like smiling <laughs> at some of it. They walk in. Both of them are completely shocked because Moira's was there, and they're like, "It's like an oh shit moment for sure." So Stevie introduces Derek, who's very hot. Mm-hmm. Hi, choreographer. Hello, Mister Choreo. Hello, <laughs> I'll talk to you. Later. Hello, Mister Choreo. <laughs> she asks how long they've been moonlighting, <laughs> and Patrick is like, "Oh, about a week." And Derek's like, it's a really fun piece. She's like, yes, I'm uh, yes, aware. I'm Thank aware. you. Thank you. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how that she's like, David thought you were resting your instrument. Yeah, even David. Poor David. Yeah, she's pretending that it's her shock is for David. Yes. And David's I'm like, aware. I am very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> they both like apologize to him as if, you know, he didn't know about this. Sorry, David. So she says, in the business of show, skullduggery, what a great word. When it leads to mm-hmm. such thrilling results, a pinch of moral corruption is a small price to pay. Yes. Yeah, so she <laughs> likes it in more yeah. And David's really surprised that she did this. <laughs> He's like, you, Corey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, I loosened the pickle jar and Derek just popped the lid. I loosened the jar. <laughs> he keeps going. He's like, very impressed. Was not embarrassed at all. And I thought I would be. <laughs> I was not embarrassed at all. God. 
one of us. <laughs> that part's hard when she does that flip like over his knees. That's kind of hard to do. Which over him. Do you think they were talking yeah. about that as the lift or do you think they were talking about something else? As the lift, the final lift. I think that was it. Okay. So <laughs> Alexis drives up to the motel. I don't think we've seen this before. Her just like alone in the car. I feel like mm-hmm. we haven't. No, it's it's first time. So Ted's there with flowers to say sorry, which is very sweet. He's like, mm-hmm. I should have been more direct and talked it through with you. And Alexis is like, no, I'm the one who should be sorry. He says he already looks into the Maldives and he's like, I found a resort to stay at, but we would have to work part time to cover the cost. I feel like I could teach windsurfing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure he could. It's Ted. He couldn't pick up anything. So Alexis says, of course, you've researched the trip, which is kind of what I said out loud. I was like, of course, Mm -hmm. of course you did this already. But she's like, you've done too much and you do too much for me already. And I want to give something back to you. And he goes, my Fitbit? No, I lost that. (laughs) I lost that. (laughs) Same though. Yeah, right. So she doesn't want to stand between him and this job. She's like, I know how hard you work and I'm very proud of you. She agrees to go to the Cayman Islands, which she gets really excited. He goes, Galapagos? And she's like, wherever the turtles are. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly she wasn't fully listening, but partway. So Ted asks if she's sure, sure, which is very cute, because that's like what she Mm -hmm. said to him. She says she is. It's very sweet. So he's getting, you know, like all pumped. And he's like, oh, we have to to get get our shots. And she's like, yes, we should celebrate. (laughs) And he's like, no, our vaccinations, because, you know, we'll be staying in tents and there's disease carrying insects. And Alexis is like, this is very fresh. So let's just, <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about Focus on the that. beach. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about the beaches, <laughs> which is, I would say the same, because gross. We're at the mayor's roast. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, Johnny. Ronnie has everybody laughing at something she's saying. And Jocelyn is there. It's been a bit since we've mm-hmm. seen her, I feel like. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But she's saying, <laughs> Roland goes with his gut a lot to make decisions. And he has a lot, a lot of gut to go mm-hmm. with. And Roland loves it. And he agrees. And Ronnie jumps on Bob right away. And he's like, oh, look, look at Bob pretending to get it. And we all know because of Gwen, he hasn't gotten it in years. <laughs> Jesus. Good job. She's doing all the things that she said not to do. Spouse health. She is. Yeah, she is. It's delightful. Ronnie goes... <laughs> Let's hand it over to the one who wears the pants in the family. But since Moira's not here right now, I'll pass it to Joy. Yes. Solid burn. And very accurate. Roland cheers him on, adding, let's see what you got up that starched sleeve of yours. (laughs) Love that. Johnny says he has a few rippers every time he hears Rippers. I can't. can't. He goes, that's better than anything Jocelyn served. And they get all mad. She's like, is that a crack at my cooking? You've had four helpings. That's what Bob says. And he makes a bad joke about Bob's garage after that, which he's like, oh, a few improvs. So this is a really good setup because we think he's going to crash and burn. (laughs) Roland's like, I have a white flag. Why don't you just start waving it? Uh, Poor Johnny. (laughs) So he says he was quiet when everyone else was doing their roast. And Jocelyn's like, I wish you'd be quiet right now. Oh, God. Such a mess. Yeah, it just turns into a Johnny Rose. It does. It's very sad. And I love when he's like, what was I saying? And someone goes, nothing funny so far. So sad. God. Everyone attacked him. I think he kind of expected this and did this on purpose, in all honesty. So it goes, oh, things are going downhill fast, just like the town was thinking when Roland was elected mayor. Yes, Johnny. First zinger. There you go. First ripper. Yes, he gets, oh, God. (laughs) 
clear the way first river <laughs> sorry so <laughs> he gets this smile from ronnie and he goes oh oh a smile from ronnie the last time anyone saw her this happy there's a three for one sale on cargo pants <laughs> and she goes, yes. where where yes ronnie reacts perfectly and she's like let me see this place where is this cargo he goes oh oh cargo i said cargo which is what a car is supposed to do unless you take it to bob's garage yes keep yeah. going johnny on point doing it but <laughs> he didn't stick the landing though that poor man with the one joke he had prepared no he didn't he goes i don't want to overstay my welcome but i want to keep things short and quick and then he he does so well and then stumbles and he's like what is it what is it again <laughs> what was it <laughs> like he can't that poor man he can't, <laughs> he can't get that bedroom joke in there but uh, he's like i'm gonna quit while i'm ahead but he did all the other ones yeah he did the rest and the rest were really good and also this end tag is really fun it's so good so he's back at the motel <laughs> and johnny's like oh i wish you were all there and Moira's like I'm sure you killed them with a venom of a silkworm. God, Moira. Silkworm. Right away. He just did this. Like, give him a break. Well, she is the queen of roasting. She is. Here we go. It just keeps going. Johnny's like, oh, jealousy doesn't look good on you. Just like the mirror jumpsuit you wore into Candy Spelling's 50th. (laughs) And right away, Alexis and David are like impressed. They're like, oh, my God. Johnny's like, oh, Alexis, take it easy. Take it easy. Like you do with your education. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good one. David and David's like, so hard at that. oh, oh, <laughs> he's not wrong. And Johnny's like, you're smart enough to get that joke, but not smart enough to stop wearing sweaters in the middle of summer. <laughs> Burn David. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, here's why that joke didn't work. <laughs> right away wanting to defend himself. And Moira was like, ah, a worthy competitor emerges. Something the good people at Blockbuster never said about Rose video. Out. Out. So solid. Oh, my God. And then Alexis She's so goes. so good at it. That was low, like David's standards. <laughs> so good. Right, the tattoo on your back. Yes, and then there's a whole thing. They're, Alexis, you have a back tattoo? It says that's hot in Cantonese. But she goes, Alexis, what have you done to yourself? <laughs> she got it in Hong Kong. Oh, my God. She goes, I was 12 years old. <laughs> She's like, I was oh, 12 years old. Oh, my God. Who is this woman? <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. What an ending. The flip is really fun because they're just ribbing back and forth and all of a sudden it's like, oh, God. So good. Okay. Shithead of the week. It's my turn, yes? Your turn. I mean, I got to give it to Johnny because it's just (laughs) so delightful. He's so good. Eugene Levy's just so good at awkward comedy. and like Mm -hmm. It's funny because he's such a funny human. But then I think in real life, he's like a little more serious, but he's so funny at being funny or so good at being funny that it's enjoyable to see when. And I do debate, but I do after watching it this time, I do think maybe he did those bad jokes on purpose in the beginning. But it's also Johnny, so I can't tell in order to like follow up with all the good ones. Yeah, I don't know if I don't I don't know if he would have prepared to tank at the beginning. But I feel like he did it in order to get to the, oh, well, this is going downhill and to get to that joke. I think Mm. he did that to get to that joke. Maybe. We'll never know. Well, I'll I'll call him and ask. The world may never know. (laughs) Yeah, they're besties. (laughs) You know, you know how it goes. Oh, jeez. But who's He's mine too. So I have have to agree with all you said. He's so good at awkward. Mm. And this episode, he just carries the awkwardness throughout. 
And it's yeah. like some good Roland and, and Johnny moments. Oh my God. Roland's really good in this too. And like Johnny and all the other townspeople. Yes. Yeah. I know. I think almost everybody, a lot of people are in this episode, at least mm-hmm. if not saying, I don't think Gwen ever speaks, but she's always there. She no, she didn't. She just laughs. But we, I know we talked about this before, but she's kind of pops up so rarely, but we talk about her so much. So it's like an interesting mm-hmm. vibe <laughs> with Gwen. She's a whole thing. <laughs> There's a, yeah. Like they use her as a, as a random punchline a lot where they, they just say outlandish things about her. Yeah, I mean, the rubber dress. we only dress, see her like five times throughout the whole series, I think. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot. I mean, a couple times at Jazzical's rehearsals and... Mm-hmm. Oh, when that they walk in night. on the cabin in the first... Is that the first season? Yeah. Yeah. First season. Yeah. But otherwise, barely there. Yeah. Gwen, a mystery in the wind. So... Mm. <laughs> a mystery in the Gwend. Jo- I apologized Johnny. immediately. Delightful. I'm hungry. I'm loopy. This is insane. I do love putting two words together and finding a thing, which he also, like do twat. you want to say your word? Yeah, I did it with twat. <laughs> do you want to say your word that you said before the podcast started? We were talking. Had to do with brunch. Oh, drunch. 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 Which initially was dinner and lunch. It was late lunch. It was dinner lunch, but I told him right away I thought of drunk brunch because that's what it is. But that's what all brunches are. Thank you. They should be. Or not yeah. should be. That sounds accused. You better drink, I'm bitch. only going to brunch if there's bottomless mimosas. There's well, no other reason do you like Bloody Marys? I can make pancakes at oh, home. That's true. But do you like Bloody Marys? <laughs> no, gross. It's like, like, it's like you open a can of Chef Boyardee. You scoop all the noodles and meatballs out. Well, yeah, it's literally tomato juice. Then you put vodka in it and a stock of celery, and then you call it a day. And that's gross to me. It's not just celery. If places make it well, there's a lot of good stuff to put in there. Ugh, anyways. It always tastes like tomato soup with vodka. (sighs) That's a very half and half drink, I feel like, with people, where they either really like it or really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, brunch corner. I'll drink all the mimosas. You enjoy the Bloody Marys. Even though we never see each other. Fuck, that's so sad. (laughs) What a bummer. (laughs) I can't believe you're going to be here this week and I'm going to be at work all day every day because it's the busiest week of the month. But I'll be there for Christmas too, so that might be an easier time. Anyway, this is a very not shits related moment. You're welcome. Brunch corner, life corner. You need to talk about other things. I'm also newly (laughs) uh, music directing for the first time, which if you don't know what that is and you're not in the theater world... It's a beast, and I'm doing a junior musical because it's for kids, but it's still 60 minutes long, and it's I'm calling it Les Mis for kids because that's what it feels like. It's all music and very little scenes. <laughs> so good times for me. <laughs> so I'm about to get real busy, Yay. which is why this is coming out so late. You're welcome. I get it. Hope you're all doing well, and happy holidays, happy dealing with family, and all mm-hmm. that good shit. All that good shit. And well, best wishes. <laughs> In warmest regards. (laughs) Bye.